Hi friends, welcome to this week's episode of the Sneaky Little Heifer Podcast. Today we have a jam-packed episode for your listening pleasure. First of all, my cousin Jenny dropped the bomb on me. Oh, did I ever tell you about that time I met Carol Baskin? Listen to this clip. And uh, we exchanged business cards. And I had told her that I was interested in getting an exotic animal. And then we're going to follow up with last week's episode of That Time I Pooped My Pants. And we're going to do another round of poop stories. Including a freaking story from my mother, y'all. Where this happened. (laughs) Wait, hold on a second. This is a total plot twist that I was not planning for, mom. So, uh, I hope you guys enjoy. I hope everyone is well. And let's see what happens. Right. Okay, so now I have my my prima, my cousin Jenny here. Now, the whole theme of the podcast is pooping yourself. And a future episode will be about peeing my pants. But I do want to get your story. And the only reason is because, listeners, we had an episode about the... The Tiger King, um, which included Carol Baskin, who fucking killed her husband. But um, no, she didn't. She fed him to the tiger. She fed him to the tiger. Is it the same, same thing? thing? It is the same thing. But I was at okay. So one thing you know, I sh- I live with Lakeisha. My cousin Jenny lives next door. I'm visiting. Visiting. Time. So I was over there the other day. You know how you having a conversation with someone? They just throw a bomb in there. She's like, oh yeah, I uh, met Carol Baskin one time. So anyways, um, I had fried chicken. I was like, bitch, bitch, let's go back. You met Carol Baskin? Okay, tell us about the time that you met Carol Baskin and you helped her kill her husband. What? <laughs> um, I didn't help her. I might have crossed paths with her in the transport of that said bead, tiger feed. Okay. But uh, no, I uh, I was coming back from a pet show because I had a pet business at the time. and This I, was when you lived in Florida, right? When I lived in and I was traveling around Florida doing pet shows. And so I was coming back from one of the shows and I was on one of the one of the highways. I stopped at a gas station and this this lady and a guy were there and she had a monkey. And at the time I started gathering my own type of animals. I was interested in stuff like that. Bullshit. So I Bullshit. kept like eyeing her and watching her and she was like, "You know, you can come over." And uh, I was like, "Oh my god, thank you. That's really nice. You know, I'm very interested, but you know, I respect because I had my bird on my shoulder as well. I had a Quaker parrot on oh, my shoulder." Yes, yes. And uh, we exchanged business cards and I had told her that I was interested in getting an exotic animal. I wanted a monkey or a lemur or something like that. Me too, girl. Yes. I Let me want tell you, they're so freaking so cute. Bad. They're I so freaking cute. But monkeys don't get confused, heard... they will slap you. Yes, that's the thing. <laughs> monkeys are heard are a little bit more vicious. I yes. think lemurs are a little bit nicer. Aggressive. Yeah, aggressive. Lemurs yes. don't tend to fight with their hands as much. Right. Right. But, uh, yeah, we exchanged business cards, and she invited me to the Big Cat Rescue. And that was the last oh, time I never got to God. see her after oh, that. But Okay, yeah. so tell me about... Till I saw her on TV. Yes. Okay, well, first of all, tell me... I want to know about the time difference between when you saw her and when you saw her on TV. Ten years. Ten years. It's been ten years. Wow. Yeah, because... I'm obsessed with tigers, always have been. So I've yes, my dream the always. whole time I was there always. was to yep. call her and ask her to go. But mm-hmm. I had just started my business and then 
things happen, whatever, years pass, and I never really got that opportunity. Forgot about it. I'm sure I have the card somewhere. But um, so then I'm watching Netflix and I see Tiger King. And I'm like, oh my God, I love tigers. I'm thinking it's going to be something like uh, one of those uh, nature channel things. Mm-hmm. Not exactly what the hell I was watching. <laughs> Nobody knew. So by Nobody like, knew what they were signing up for. I think it was the first that. or second episode. You hear about her a lot, but you don't see the face. And I had to see the face a couple times. Mm-hmm. And it stuck with me. And then I called my cousin over and I'm like, oh my God, I swear to God, do you remember her? Do you remember her? And he's like, I think so. And I'm like, do you remember the day at the gas station? And then I, that's what got me into the show. But yeah. I had was no that idea. Yeah, amazing. he was with me. He was with me. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I thought it was crazy. And yeah. I am I know I have that card somewhere. Yeah. I know I have that card So somewhere. what was your impression of her when you first saw her? No offense. She looks like a Floridian. Uh, okay, so totally she, does. She has, totally yeah, does. she has a tank top, her denim shorts on, and her long hair at the time, the same way she wears it down. She looked a lot like she did in most of the clips when she's walking by the fence. And yeah. that's what did it for me. It was like the walking by. I was like, oh my God, that she, you could totally see the two people together it was her. Yeah, that's amazing. Do you think that she killed her husband? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so too. And well, I think... I think she's great at manipulating people into doing something or whatever. So I'm not, I don't believe she really got her hands dirty. I think she's just one of those psychos that can manipulate situations. Yeah. Right, she's that's, just crazy. She's, she's crazy. She's crazy. And she's that's crazy. when I saw her reactions to other Scary, things. Scary crazy because that's when I knew. Her. You, yes. you, have a, you can build a connection with somebody like that when you meet them because I'll be honest with you, when I actually met her, I wasn't judging her based on the show. So when I met her, she just seemed like a nice lady that I would interact with because I was in that kind of area you know i was into animals i was expanding more so i wanted to learn more so meeting people like that was like okay and you know they're gonna be different they're not gonna be like most people you know what i mean you have to be i met some snake handlers that you know i could barely stand next to because they just you know everybody's different and some yeah. people build weird connections with animals yeah so that's the other thing you know it's true an obsession with the animals and i'm not saying sexual i'm just saying like it, it was there's a lot to all that now that you look at it yeah. Before you go, let's yep. tell your, your story. My pee story? Yeah, Oh my story. God. So, Danny doesn't have a poop story, but she has a pee story. Well, let me defend myself with this, okay? I'm a first time mom, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. Okay? And none of y'all bitches, none of you other mothers, <laughs> beep, 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 managed to tell me at the time that after birth, it comes with certain unprivileges, like <laughs> a weak bladder. So I take my beautiful newborn son to the mall for Christmas Eve. Because, you know, I do things right on time. And he drops one on me. All right, no problem. I'm totally prepared. A so, Yep. So okay. I'm like, I got this. I don't take a stroller. I don't take nothing with me. So I find the nearest bathroom, which happens to be in the JCPenney's, down the hall, up the st- escalator, down another hall, in the back of who knows where, Rapedonville. <laughs> I get to the bathroom. There's a huge room. And in the room is a changing table for the baby. What mall is this? This was over here at um, Smith Haven. Okay. So I'm like, oh my God. Then I look to my right and the bathrooms are in a whole nother room. And all of a sudden I'm oh like, oh God, I got to go to the bathroom. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, all right, I got this. I'm holding the baby. But then I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to use the bathroom if I got to hold the baby, hold the backpack and sit on the toilet? Oh my gosh. How am I going to get the baby back downstairs to his father, change, make it back upstairs and not oh pee my, my pants? So I'm like, oh my, oh my God. In the panic, I begin to change the baby, but I happen to put the backpack down on the sofa that 
was like six feet away. Oh. So I stretched my whole body away, grabbed the backpack, pull out a diaper, my bladder releases. I grab the diaper, shove it in my pants because I'm like, at least I'll catch the trickle. But what happens? My newfound uncontrolled bladder has a mind of its own. And so it completely released. The baby is naked on the table and I am full on pissing on my pants, through my my boots. It was like Niagara Falls. So I'm like, oh my God. I look down and there's a huge puddle. My baby's still naked. I managed to hurry up, throw a diaper on him, wrap him in whatever I had, take off my jacket, wrap it around me and just throw paper towels on the floor. So yes, people, (laughs) the mess in the JC (laughs) Penney's bathroom on December 24th. It was me! So let me ask you this. Did you leave the pee on the floor? I, let me rephrase this. So okay. I had the baby and a backpack <laughs> ah, and squishy boots. Uh, as I ran through J.C. Panties, I snatched a pair of leggings <laughs> off the rack. And I threw the baby at his father, ran to a fitting room, changed my pants. And I, well, first I told his father what happened. He's like, oh, the baby peed his pants? And I take off my thing and I go, no. I did. Oh my god. I ran, I changed my clothes, and we left. That was not me who took those blue leggings. (laughs) Listen, when you are a mother, you have to do what you have to do. And that's what she did, ladies and gentlemen. It's not my proudest moment, okay? But like I said, someone could have had told the bitch. (laughs) Thank you, Jenny, for being on. I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing your story. I love that you met Carol Baskin. And this is going directly into the podcast. Um, But I will talk to you soon. And I love you so much. Love you too. Let me know when you get more evidence. All right, bye. Okay, so um, for my listeners, now we have my bestest bestie and the whole best best. Um, Guy goes, oh, I almost said your full name. His name is Guy. (laughs) And uh, the truth is he moved across the United States to get away from me, but that's fine. Um, That is 100% true. (laughs) Shut up. Um, All right. So first and foremost, how are you? I'm doing good. You know, just trying to get through this quarantine. Hopefully it'll end pretty soon, but I'm good, you know, hanging in. (laughs) So what have you talked, tell me about your quarantine, what's been going on? What have you been doing to stay not crazy? We have been just trying to, you know, teach Harper her letters, her numbers. We figured it'd probably be super relaxing to get a second dog. So that has really, really taken over a lot of our time, but he's so cute. And so. And you've been uh, working out? uh, So we work out every day when Harper takes her little nap. Honestly, that is the biggest thing that's been keeping me sane. Also, I'll I'll give a nice shout out to Peloton. Little Harper decides that she's going to throw stuff at me while I ride my Peloton, which makes it a little more difficult. But uh, Eric being home from work, I thought was going to drive us crazy. But it's actually been really nice having him home. So I'm going to be super sad when he has to go back to work. But at the same time, I'm very ready for him to go back to work. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, honestly, we can't complain. It's it's actually been pretty nice for us. Um, What do you drink? I made a homemade strawberry daiquiri, except I ran out of enough strawberries, so I put two of Harper May's organic <laughs> ice, ice puffs. Uh, my second one, it it works. I'm I'm loose as a goose. <laughs> True. Um, very resourceful. I like that. All right, moving on. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Blue Moon because I'm a top. <laughs> First of all, have you listened to every single episode of my podcast? Um, I have listened to every single episode of your podcast. And I give shout outs to the last episode of the poop stories. Because now that I'm sitting here, I understand how hard it is to actually share your shit story. So... (laughs) 
<laughs> um, all right, so you have, am I correct in saying you have two poop stories? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a poop tease. Um, <laughs> does Eric know both of the stories? So Eric was involved with one of them. Um, and the second story, I did sit him down right before this and tell him a light version of the story okay. and then told him that he needs to lock himself in the bedroom upstairs and put on music because I cannot have him listen to me actually uh -huh. tell the story. Um, but so he sort of knows both stories. And I think you only know one of the stories. Interesting, interesting. When you listened to my stories, did you know? I knew one of those things that happened. I didn't know the second. Also, I kind of was just like waiting for you to tell me a story that you actually shit yourself. Like <laughs> I want to hear anyone that says they have not shit themselves is lying. I know, but Xavier said the same thing. He was like, you know, friend, you, I really feel like you set me up here because <laughs> you asked me to do this and we were gonna share our pooping our pants stories, but you never pooped your pants. First of all, my favorite, and I feel like I am so connected to him right now, now because yeah you may not have said my full name but like come on do you have any other best friends that are named guy so like everyone is literally know. about you to don't know, know you don't who know i am I and what i did so <laughs> i feel his pain right now for sure you were there for my poop story that i told him about the, us being in new york city that whew, girl that was stressed oh my god i'm not gonna lie that made me that made me smile but it was the most quiet i've ever had you in my life ah shut your mouth <laughs> But um, I have this thing with milk. I don't know why I keep drinking milk. I'm lactose intolerant. I wear at New York City Pride and I take a Yoohoo. <laughs> What's wrong with me? And then we first were... of all, I mean, my thirtieth birthday party. Are you gonna tell everyone about that? And you decided that you were gonna have a milkshake from In and Out Burger and thought that was a great idea. And then we went out and that guy. So we met this guy. Oh, that was Pride too, wasn't it? No, well, we had met this guy at Pride. And then right. you came back to LA to visit for my 30th. Yes, and he yes, was yes. there and he was so cute. And he was like, let's dance, let's do this. And I saw your face and you were like, I gotta go. You gotta stay, but I gotta go. And I was like, oh, he's gonna shit his pants. He's never gonna make it home. <laughs> and I felt so bad because this guy was like, wow, he's really not that into me. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> Never felt less sexy than when I'm gonna <laughs> shit myself. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Whew. Let me take another big sip of my little strawberry daiquiri. <laughs> um, so which story do you want to hear first? Do you want to hear the one that you actually know about, or do you want to hear about the one you don't know about? Um, let's let's have a nice build. So start with the smaller story and then do the bigger story after. So I'll start with the one that you know. You know, most people that know me know that I met my husband and moved in a month later and or actually that's a lie two days later ah. and it was like very quick hurricane sandy hit like i yeah. didn't have an apartment i just wound yeah. up living there but the second i knew him i told you like i knew this was the person i wanted to spend the rest of my life with and so yeah. fast forward that was in october fast forward to february um and we're sleeping and it was a great night I'm having a really great dream or so I thought and I felt like something kind of warm and oh, oh my God. tingly and I was like what's going on and I remember waking up and being like kind of disoriented like I just woke up from a nightmare and I was like oh my god I think in my dream I shit myself <laughs> and then <laughs> And then I realized like, oh my God, I shit myself. Oh my and God. so not only did I shit myself, I laid there for probably a good 30 minutes wide awake being like, how do I navigate this? How do I make sure that this <laughs> is the person I'm actually going to marry? Like, this is so, like, how am I going to explain this? And so I realized that really the only thing for me to do was to get like very loud and yell and get really angry for no reason. <laughs> so I like built myself up and by that end of that 30 
minutes, I was like, just start screaming, just literally start <laughs> screaming. So we had lived in an apartment in New York. I guarantee our neighbors heard. And yeah. I finally was just like, wake up, get out, get out. Get out. And Eric, Eric like woke up and he is like a dead sleeper. So even if he wakes up, he instantly falls back asleep. So that's why I knew that this was like the direction I had to go in. And so he starts panicking, like someone died or like, like the building was on fire. The building was falling, like, get out of the room, get out of the room. And I started ripping all the sheets off and putting it in. Um, honestly, I don't even think that he realized I'd shit the bed. I think he thought like oh maybe I peed the bed. <laughs> um, and so I luckily in New York, we had a washer, uh, washer and dryer in our apartment. So I like shoved everything in, I put it in, I like remade the bed and I was like, just, just go to bed, go to bed. And he literally laid back on the bed and fell asleep. Never brought it up in all fairness. And never like, yes. brought it up. This is the part that kills me. And he never even <laughs> brought it up. At that point, I think that was the first time he saw me have a legit mental breakdown and yeah. was scared of me. <laughs> and honestly, um, he, sh he should have taken this as a warning sign. <laughs> Honestly, we're married. Yeah. It worked. This is such a huge difference between me and Eric. You're like yelling at him. You're like, just get out, just get out. And he's like, okay, okay. And then you go to bed. And he's like, okay. I would have been like, who the <laughs> fuck are you yelling at, bitch? I was like, what the 100%. fuck is going on here? That's like when when um when my ex was trying to leave the room with my the the drawer that he pooped in. Shit in. And he's like, he's like, go back to bed, go back to bed. I was like, bitch, who the fuck are you talking to? I ain't going back to bed. Explain yourself, motherfucker. Oh my god. Honestly, I don't think I told I think that you are the only person that I ever told that story to. I mean, it was literally one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. You know what? Minus the second shit story, I'll tell you. Oh, um, I have to commend you. You were light on your feet. You went, you you made a decision. You had a strategy. You followed through and it worked. You know? It worked. And you say light on your feet, but I sat in my shit for 30 oh, yeah, minutes yeah. before I, Ooh, <laughs> before I fully was able to make that decision. Damn. You needed diaper cream after that. Damn. Yeah. The worst um, part is that was the mattress that became our guest room mattress that you slept on every time you visit us in LA. Rude. That's so rude. So rude and uncalled for. I knew it was a little too cozy. <laughs> yeah, but anyone that knows Eric, uh, honestly, I think I think that like vulnerability turned him on in some weird, disgusting way. <laughs> okay, we took a turn here. This was... <laughs> so what I'm hearing is that Eric is turned on by poop. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, so let's let's hear this the second one. Eric's gonna love that when he listens to it. Um, yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, we made it through me actually shitting the bed, and this is going to be the last straw. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, um, so tell me about the second one, Dima. Talk to me. The second poop story is hard to tell because it is just disgusting, right? Like it, it there is no other way to describe it than to disgusting. And I'm literally picturing myself oh. and I'm disgusted with myself. Wow. Basically, so I had already had Cooper, not even a year before I met Eric. And I lived in the building uh, downtown and it was a two bedroom, one bathroom. Um, and I had uh, my roommate. It was not Hugo, it was the roommate after that so i will not say their name hopefully they're not listening basically i like woke up one morning and i felt so sick i was like my stomach hurts so bad like i gotta go and i went to go leave my room and he was in the fucking shower of course and he, he like was taking so long and now i'm like first of all i'm doing everything right i woke up i'm in my own home mm -hmm. i'm like ready 
to go. And now I don't have a bathroom to use. So I'm on the 19th floor and I'm literally doing that dance, that like pace back and forth. Like yep. I can do this, I can do this. And I'm getting the cramps and then they'd go away. And I'm like, yes, all right, yes. I made it through. I made it through, right? But I know that like my foot needs to stay on the gas. Like I need to get, <laughs> I need to get home. Mm -hmm. And so I'm pacing back and forth. And I want to say that I'm like 40 minutes in and I'm like, listen, I am going to shit my pants. At least I'm home. At least I'm home. Like no one's going to know. Oh like just God. go in your room, do it. Like open oh your God. windows so your roommate is like not disgusted and doesn't hate you. Oh my God. And so I go in my room and it he passes again. I'm like, oh my God, he's going to get out of the shower. I know he's got to go to work soon. Like, and then it hits. Oh. And this time it was that final time where you knew this feeling was not going to pass. Yeah. And so the reason I said that I had my dog at that point oh my is God. because I had Oh my so, God, a wee-wee pad? I had a wee-wee pad. I literally dead. pulled down my pants. I squat and I shit on the wee-wee pad. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. What it, was like, it was like I shit my pants where I just took a squat. And I squat. I took a corner of that wee-wee pad and used it as toilet paper. I yeah. rolled that shit up and I walked down the hallway with a dog thing full of shit that, <laughs> and I threw it down the uh, the garbage chute. Wow. Was it the roommate that I got into that argument with? Yes. In my mind, I was like, no, that was someone I was dating, but that was also someone you got in a fight with. Yeah. So <laughs> literally I lived with someone for a year and I could not talk about poop to the point where I shit on a dog pad yeah. instead of knocking on the door and being like, can you please just come out of the bathroom? I had to go to the bathroom. It wasn't like a minute, five minutes. It was like 30 to 40 minutes of me pacing outside the bathroom door. Oh yeah. Like no, that's I how much poop like embarrasses me. I would have been banging on that door. I would have been like, bitch, we got a cold brown. You need to get this in gear. That's why we need to live together. Or honestly, if you were taking just too long of a shower, I probably would have shit on that poop pad and I would have put it right outside the door for when you opened it. <laughs> <laughs> you're so spiteful. Um, oh man. That was good. I said to you this afternoon, I'm kind of convinced that you're making me tell my poop story today uh, to ensure that I make no <laughs> other friends. <laughs> 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 well, honestly, you don't need that much help, bitch. You don't need <laughs> It's true. I'd like to introduce everyone to my only friend, uh, Andrew Vasquez Ramos. <laughs> <laughs> Paymon's like, well, I'm never calling him again. <laughs> Actually, Paymon asked me today, he was like, wait a second, where is his podcast? And that's only because I told him that I was sharing my shit story. <laughs> uh. Gosh, and I don't want him to look at me differently. Yeah, definitely. He'll look at you so differently sharing everyone else's shit stories. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Pimon. Hi, Daddy. I want to take another sip of this beer. Um, okay, so this this was good. How do you feel now that it's it's over? Um, would... I was so nervous at the beginning. It Literally, was... I was like listening to myself talk and like introduce myself. And I was like, this, gonna what am I doing? Uh... Like, like, he's going to cut me. Like, I'm doing all this, and, like, I'm not even going to be on the podcast. Something about, like, recording. Like, when someone is recording you, it's like, I was, like, overthinking it. And then I was yeah, like, it's yeah. just Andrew. And you were, like, instead of rage texting me, you were, like, you can, you, you can totally cut this. Like, it's totally fine. Like, we haven't even recorded it yet. You're, like, it's totally fine if you cut this. Like, I suck. I hate myself. He's, like, actually. Well, first of all, you're, like, how's quarantine? I'm, like, it's great. 
best thing that's ever happened to me. Eric's home every day. Literally, I'm like, Eric, go back to work. Like, go back yeah. to work. I was nervous. Yeah, but you, you did great. You're natural. Yeah? natural. Um, yeah, we'll see if you cut it or not. So. My, uh, the next I'm going to do is my mom, and I'm so scared. I, first of all, did she listen to your last podcast? I don't think she has because she hasn't said anything, and my mom is like me. If something's on mm. her mind, she gonna tell you. <laughs> Unless she knows she's about to be on a podcast. <laughs> oh God, I'm so scared. And she's gonna read me the hell out. My mom texted me the other day. She said, pa, she's like, I need to talk to you. Can I call you? I was like, literally, my bolitas <laughs> were in my throat. Okay, I've got fucking butterflies in my stomach. I was like, oh my God. I was like, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. And I was like, trying to act natural. I was like, yeah, mom, yeah. And so she called me, and then it had nothing to do with that. And I was like, oh, I almost had a shit story just then. <laughs> All right, well, this was this was great. I think this went really well. I think we got some really good material. No, but it was fun. Thanks for um, having me on. Do I wish that it was like maybe like fun stories or drinking stories or the time you kicked pizza out of my hand? Like maybe. Okay. Um, but instead, I shared with the world that I shit myself. So oh thank my God. you. You just couldn't. You just had to slip that in there. Well, I had to slip. First it of in. all, he slips that story into any conversation about us being drunk in Miami and me thinking it was funny to high kick his pizza right out of his hand. And you know what? Maybe that's why you've never apologized because you don't realize that that actually happened in New York at my fifth going away party. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> That's true. The the thing in Miami over pizza was me yelling at the guy for Oh my god, that was that was oh my god, that was literally one of my favorite stories in the whole world. Uh, that was the, so good. So he called me Jerry and Jerry was on my podcast, except we call him Jay. I didn't know his name was Jerry. I always called him Jay since <laughs> the the moment I met him. He said, Hi, my name is Jay. I was like, boop, into brain. His name is Jay. And then we were in Miami and the pizza guy, Jay wasn't there, but he's the one who ordered it. I didn't put two and two together. The guy was like, Jay, pizza for Jay. And I was like, first of all, that's my order. You just made up a name. You just want to call me whatever you want to call me. And I started yelling at this guy and, and then Jay and the guy are like, okay, you need to leave. Like you're being, and mind you, this is four in the morning. It's a bachelor party. Yeah. So then um, we leave and then Jay goes, you know, my name is Jerry, right? And I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, could have used that piece of information 10 minutes ago. But um, and, Oh and my God, this, I forgot that there were two pizza stories. We need to stop having pizza when you drink. Uh, we have to. But then I was like, but this is the kind of person that I am. Yes, I'm very fiery. And like, there's certain things that will trigger me. But I'm not too big to be like, oh, I need to go apologize to that guy. And I was like, guys, let me go back in there and apologize. Because I just was... And they, they were like, no, no, we just need to leave and never come back ever. <laughs> you did. I, I forgot that. You actually were like, I really would like to go in and apologize. And we were like, and it's time to walk home. So. <laughs> <laughs> Going out with me is an adventure, y'all. Every single time. <laughs> All right, don't be dramatic with it, okay? I'm an angel when we go out. Oh, please. You're like... Don't even get me started. That's a whole nother conversation. But I was anyways, just going to say, another podcast. Another podcast. <laughs> well, anyways, thank you for coming on. And uh, I hope this was a Thanks good experience. Thanks for having me. No, it was actually great. All right. I love you. And uh, I will talk to you soon. I love you. And I will talk to you sometime never. <laughs> okay. Now I have my mommy. My mommy's here. Hi, mommy. Hi. How are you today? I'm okay. I'm tired, but I'm okay. So you're tired. You had a long day of work. And yes, I here. did. Um, so obviously this episode is a part two of uh, that time I put my pants. Now, um, 
<laughs> Have you listened to the last episode? No, I haven't. <laughs> Why? No reason. Um. Oh, that's messed up. Maybe I should wait till I hear it. No, no, you sh- you definitely shouldn't, and you should actually never listen to the last episode. You know I'm gonna. No, no, no <laughs> you're gonna forget. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, oh god, I'm so scared. <laughs> um. Anyways, so you didn't listen to that episode, but you've listened to pretty much all the other episodes, right? Right. Right. Pretty much. All right. Nice. Nice. What was your favorite episode? I believe the first one was my favorite. The first one with yeah. me and Lucky. Yeah, that was that was fun. That was definitely the roughest episode because we had a lot of technical difficulties. We were still trying to figure some stuff out. That was a good way to start. Right, right. It was definitely the learning, the learning episode. Um. Okay. So you've been on the podcast already. You right. were a fan favorite because you are so charismatic. Thank and you. they wonder where I get it from. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so I meant to ask you, did you see my Instagram story? Uh, no. I was I was plugging the podcast, but as abuelita. As so, abuelita. Abuelita. Who's the abuelita? My mother, right? You no. call her media abuelita. No, I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily doing it as Abuela Carmen. I was just uh, yeah. doing a persona, my own okay. persona. So like when I do, I try to plug my Zumba classes, and um, when I plug the podcast, I usually do these little skits. And so today I was abuelita. I've been alone too long, so you know. <laughs> I was wearing a towel over my head, and I was wearing like a bata. You know how I do. Um. So anyway, so let's get into it. Let's get all the way into it. So this. So let me just preface it by saying that when I told my mom I wanted to do a podcast episode about poop stories. She waited. She told me later, after I told her, she said, listen, I want to be on the next episode. I was like, excuse me? I was like, about the poop stories? She said, yeah. I was like, mom, you pooped your pants? And she was like, bah! Don't tell your father. Don't tell your father. (laughs) What a piece of crap. (laughs) All right, so here we go. So go ahead, mom. What what happened to you, girl? Listen, it was really bad. Well, it started on a Sunday. Though. Okay, stop. Oh, oh, this. Okay, because what happened was usually on Sundays, I go downstairs, I get all my stuff for Monday morning so I don't have to keep running back and forth upstairs, mm-hmm. downstairs. Because, you know, you go to the first floor, you go around, you go down, okay. and then you have to go upstairs. Come Monday morning, I have to run downstairs and get my clothes. So I go down, I go around, and I go down the steps. Carlos is upstairs making coffee. And then I come back around, I come upstairs, I have my clothes, and I grab my coffee and I go upstairs, Carlos is upstairs, and um, he says to me, he says, you forgot your socks. And I said, shit. So I got dressed, and then I says, you know what, because usually what happens in the morning is that we put one of our shows on, so we can watch an episode or two. But um, I was really hungry Monday morning. (laughs) After eating all weekend. So I says, you know what? I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to boil some eggs. Do you want eggs? I says, um, I'll go down and get my socks and boil the eggs and I'll bring myself more coffee and I'll, we'll eat up here. Yeah. So he says, all right. So I go downstairs. I start boiling the eggs. <laughs> and then I go back down to the basement. I get my socks. I come upstairs. I put my socks on the counter. And I get the eggs ready. I have a plate for him. I have a plate for me. And I have my coffee. And I have my socks. And I'm like, shit, I can't carry all this upstairs. So I put my socks in my back pocket. (laughs) I put them in my back pocket, Uh and I take everything, and I go upstairs with it. And I give Carlos his eggs, and he has his coffee. I sit down with my eggs and my coffee, and we start watching the show. 
And, you know, I'm eating my eggs, drinking my coffee, and I turn around and I say, oof, Carlos. <laughs> this worked really fast. <laughs> you have to pause that because I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and, you know, hallelujah, Carlos calls because it takes... It's it's hard for me sometimes. Was it the eggs or was it the coffee? I don't know which one it was, okay. but I ran into the bathroom, and I I took my I always take my iPad again another secret you don't need to know. Yeah. But I always take my iPad into the bathroom and you know and I do my thing and one thing I always do is I always look at my poop. <laughs> what? Because I'm always afraid that Wait. I'm gonna miss something. Hold it's up. important. Hold up. <laughs> Lucky, did you just hear that? I make sure there's no blood or anything like oh that. My God. Okay, she's you get. Taking, she's taking stool samples of herself. <laughs> you get here. to my age, and you have to do that. Oh my God. So oh, you know, I get, I get up, I turn around to look at my book, and I says, "You gotta be freaking kidding me!" I say like that, and Carlos goes, "You were right in there," and I says, "Oh yeah, no, I, I lost my game." Oh. When I looked down, <laughs> she said, "I lost my game." When I looked down into the toilet bowl, there are my socks <laughs> oh. underneath. Oh. My... <laughs> oh my God! No. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, worse. Okay, man. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. This is a total plot twist that I was not planning for, Mom. And it After was... I pooped, yeah. I got and wiped, I got up, okay. and I take a look. As I'm flushing, I go to take a look at my poop, and thank God I did. Because yeah. if I would have flushed those socks, oh my God, Carlos would have killed me. Because yeah. it would have been Roto-Rooter. Later on, when he was doing that snake, when he was he doing the snake down the toilet and pulled it out, he was like, Oh, who the wiener head that put socks in here? So I I look at it, and the first thing is like, what the freak? Oh so God. now, you know, I explained to Carlos I lost the game, and I look down, and I says, well, shit, I can't leave that like that. How am I going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I said, they're going in the garbage. So what I did was I took, the garbage bag from the bathroom out of the garbage can. And um, I took the, we always keep baby wipes in the bathroom. I took the baby wipes and I went down and I got oh the socks. God, I, I grabbed them by the corner. Yeah. I put them in the bag. I took the bag. I ran downstairs. Uh, I ran outside and then I put them in the garbage outside. Then I had to run back in the house, go back downstairs Get another pair of socks and go I'm back dead. upstairs and pretend nothing happened. I'm dead. So let me get this straight. So you did all this. One, did Pop ever notice? No, he has no idea. Even to this day? No. Never told him? That podcast will tell him what happened. Oh, he has no idea. I was gosh. so embarrassed. And I just couldn't believe that my socks <laughs> were under my poop. <laughs> So, mom, I can't. Uh, for, okay, follow-up question. You said about Pop. He won't know till he listens to this. Has Pop ever listened to the podcast? No, but he did say today. Oh, God. Because, you know, we were so busy trying to get out to do the podcast that he's going to have to listen to the podcast oh now. God, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Why? Because of the last episode? Uh, no, no, not because of that. I hope he forgets. <laughs> I hope he forgets. But I pulled this off. 
That's all I have to say. Yes, it was I pulled this off, off without him finding out because he would have been like, what the hell is wrong with you? Oh my goodness. Oh my that's goodness. why, that's why I kept it quiet. Yeah. And then, you know, I, on the way to work, I laughed. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. It's like, thank God it wasn't my <laughs> Okay, so that, um, that reminds me, this Uh-oh. is a part two, not poop related. Not poop related? But it's a story that I tell all the time. My friends know that wherever I go, vacation, weekend away, whatever it is, that I do not go anywhere okay. without a bottle of okay. Publix. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> a story comes to mind that is similar to you having this <laughs> situation in the bathroom. Oh no, you dropped your Vicks. Do you <laughs> remember? No, this is a story about you. Do you freak re- of nature? Do you remember when one of us was sick? And you know how when we were sick, you used to douse with Vicks. Oh everywhere? yeah. And we hated it, but it works. I'm telling you, I live, I don't care what science says, Vicks works, okay? <laughs> but there was, do you remember the time, someone was sick, so you went in there and Vicks them. And then you went to the bathroom? Oh my God. Tell us story, tell us. I got it in Machachi. <laughs> <laughs> Mom! <laughs> you can't say Chachi. Don't say that. <laughs> And you know what it is? Just remember, folks, it doesn't matter if you wash your hands with soap and water and all that crap Uh, and then go do pee-pee and wipe your chachi. Because eventually, between the bathroom and the bed, when you go lay down, you start to feel something. (laughs) So what... It's like a breath of fresh air times 100. (laughs) (laughs) That brother fresh air turns into a fire, bro. <laughs> Tingles. You're like, woo. <laughs> Mira, look at my legs. <laughs> You're like, ah, help me. <laughs> oh, oh, fire God. in the house. You know what? When I have Vicks, Carlos yeah. runs. <laughs> There's really nothing you can do once you're in it. <laughs> you got to ride the wave. Yeah, but, oh, yeah it's God. terrible. Oh, yeah. But I learned, I learned that day that, you know. Oh, Has God, that ever happened to you? And not, no. <laughs> well, not in your touch. Not in my touch. Uh, not in my touch, okay? Because I'm a top mom. You don't know what that means, but I'm a top. Do you know what that means, mom? No, no. Do I want to know? No. no. I have so, to go home now. Okay, I'll put it to you this way. In the world, in my world... There are bottoms and there are tops. Oh my God! <laughs> Mommy, do you know? She's a little fucking freak. She's not freak. Do you know? No, I just <laughs> used a little common sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anywho, Mommy, it was a pleasure having you. I hope that was good. That was great. Because I'm going to pay. <laughs> that was great. Do you know, are there any stories that you can think of where Pops pops his pants? That you knew about? That Pop pooped his pants? Yeah. No. I'm sure Calito might have some. Oh, and if Carlos sure. pooped his pants, nobody would know but nobody Carlos. Nobody would know. Oh, yeah. He's... He's the king of tight-lipped. Yes, he's... He could keep a, sweet, a secret. Mm-hmm. Shit. Wow. Who the... Go ahead. Answer it. Hello? This is so unprofessional. 
All right, well, thank you, Mom. I appreciate you being a part of I love you, babe. I love you, too, and thank you so much for being so brave. You were so great. This is going to be bad. I'm going to pay for this. (laughs) All right, hi, Kaylee. Hi. Okay, so I Hi, my friend. Hi, my friends. So I have Kaylee. Kaylee and I went to college together, along with Chris, who was on the previous episode. We've been into many shenanigans. Did you listen to the last episode with Chris on it? Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. What did you think? Uh, Well... (laughs) <laughs> I just thought it was so funny um, when we all hung out on our Zoom call the other last week with, you know, with Bev and Christine and a couple of our other cohort. When you said that you'd interviewed Chris about a poop your pants story, a couple of them came to mind because yeah. he has many. <laughs> I don't know anybody who has more stories of shitting themselves, whether it's in public or under under a whole variety of circumstances. He's somebody that does not have a GI problem. It's not a chronic condition, and yet he experiences this phenomenon <laughs> continuously. I just don't know anybody like him. I mean, it's just one of those things. That he's just such a rare gem, you know? <laughs> he's one of a kind. He's one of a kind. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a couple of those stories in my head that I, w- that I was thinking that that's that's what he probably talked about. So I was excited to hear those featured because they're part of my memories as well. And no, they were completely (laughs) different. I learned something. I almost, I almost, I didn't because I figured I'll just ask if I, if it comes up, but he was talking about a device or an apparatus that he had used before he had that encounter. Yeah, man douche. A man douche. I didn't know that that was a thing. No. Has that always been a thing? Um, in gay history, yes, I think. I think so. You, but it's a new discovery for you. No, I mean, (laughs) I'm, I'm like. Like, you know, before Christ, I don't know if it was a thing. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the BC douche. Okay. Yeah. All this right. Is, this is this is an after Christ thing. Um, Maybe they're no. featured in museums. Yeah. No. So you've never you ever you've never seen one. Uh uh-uh. uh So it's basically like please hold. <laughs> Okay, now this isn't mine. I'm holding it for a friend. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so this is what it looks like. It looks like the thing for the baby's mocos, the boogers that you suck uh-huh. the boogers out. It's exactly like that, except it's made for your ass. So what you do is you suck in the water, then you insert, push all the water into your body, uh-huh. and then you let it. But you have to squeeze to push the water in. Then you got to pull it out because if you release the squeeze while it's still in your body, guess what you're doing? You're sucking up everything that's in there. That's not what you want to do. You just want to push the water in or the same saline solution, whatever, to oh, take it And out. then you squeaky clean and you're like... Yeah, you're, then you're ready to go. You're ready for anything. <laughs> anything, really. Anything. <laughs> what? Anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get it, but no, I had not seen one. So that's uh, what he did. That's what he did in his story. He released the water into his body, but then he unreleased the squeeze, which sucked everything in there into the bottle. So then when he took it out and squeezed the bottle, shit just went everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to put this part in because it's really graphic, but we'll okay. see how it It made the cut when Chris discussed it. Okay. okay. Yeah, but we were we were purposely vague about it besides the part where shit went everywhere. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> already, um, already, already done fucked up. 
Okay. So, so tell me about quarantine for you. What's What's been going on? How are you feeling? How's the fam? How are you navigating this situation? Uh, we're very, very fortunate. Trey and I, we both work from home. I mean, being pregnant hasn't been fun because I'm like a super duper extrovert. I have a lot of like, I mean, I can, I can go on about my own personal grievances, you know, that it's been a pain in the ass, that it's been um, emotionally tough a lot of times. And I, I can go on about about my, you know, developed opinions about the state of affairs of the country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, been, I've done been radicalized. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, a, there's a lot of annoying things about it. But the only thing I really can say uh, is that we are super fortunate. You know, we both work from home already. You know, we've our kid is not in school yet. And it's just, it's been more or less, I want to say business as usual, because that's kind of a snobby thing to say, but it's more or less, our lives have been financially unaffected. And that's been a wonderful thing. So we're like super blessed and like super duper privileged on like this cushy little island. (laughs) Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. um, so it's, I've been reminding myself of that constantly, you know, that every time, every time I want to get annoyed, I'm like, hey, shut up. (laughs) <laughs> if it weren't for that for that uh trigger and that awareness that i ha- that it is something that i must do this would have taken a much bigger toll on me probably unnecessarily because i am 13 months pregnant yep. and i have been dying to go sit at a restaurant and have a drink and uh and that shit ain't right man <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's that's also probably a huge factor being pregnant during a quarantine and it's like it's like you're manufacturing a baby like i don't have time for this right now yeah it's been special okay okay what have you been doing to keep your mind right to what are what are the things that make you happy? My son. Oh, what a little um, gem, that guy. Yeah, he's like, I don't deserve him. He's like so much cooler than me. He is so just beautifully resilient. And I mean, you know, he does obviously has no idea what's going on but like every day it's like what I've realized about myself as a parent and about children just in general because I think that this is like kind of a generalization that you can make about kids especially toddlers his age is that they don't need all the things that you think that they need like I grew up kind of in a deprived sort of a situation in some in some respects and I know that I overcompensate and I know that like I'm as as a parent I'm always trying to like over go overboard I buy too many damn toys i mm-hmm. you know i'm always fussing over his face making sure he's clean and everything and like i overdo it and so like when some of those things like for example the swimming lessons like he wasn't able to go to his like little programs it and triggers stuff. You? absolutely I, I mean that was the that was the thing that i was most devastated about but it's like i've looked at him and every single day there is no place that he would rather be mm-hmm. than here with me and his dad just kicking it yeah. playing monster trucks like getting outside getting dirty you know it's like he has been he's been such a reminder that it's the little things you know yeah okay all right so let's talk poop Mm -hmm. let's let's let okay so if you were to make an educated guess how many times would you say that you pooped your pants i have no horns 
One time. At one time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How long ago and was this? I need some background. It, so this would have been the year before you met me. Oh. So this was, and so I was living uh, a destitute life of poverty in Syracuse. I had no money whatsoever. I didn't have a car and I was attempting to go to school full time and work full time at a little restaurant chain known as TGI Fridays. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, so, you know, you know, those like decrepit northern new york malls like the one in messina yes yes liken this place to that mall it was like pick any shithole mall where it's like half the stores are gone and it's the most depressing experience to walk through one that's the type of mall that this tgi fridays was situated i was trying to attend school full-time and clear across town also work a pretty hefty schedule at a tgi fridays and i had this just awful habit of drinking too much and and, uh, and, you know being late for things just being generally irresponsible and like with a schedule like that you have to be because I didn't have a car either you're also like you were also really young yeah I was I was uh 20 20 full-time working full-time schooling full-time drinking um school the hard knocks you know yeah yeah these were difficult times and so in order for example a a day that i needed to attend class and also had to work like the dinner shift well i would have to get up at 5 a.m and i would literally walk to a cemetery and stand by a tombstone and wait for the bus because that's what this that's what the bus stop oh my this is the the great beginning to a movie by the way oh yeah it it really was this feels like juno part two like (laughs) yes and so like i mean i don't want a rough neighborhood but it wasn't like ideal as a pasty bleached hair you know i was just begging for somebody (laughs) to come and mess with me (laughs) begging for it so anyway um at 5 a.m i would go stand on a tombstone and wait for the bus and i would take a hour and a half to get to a fucking place that was 25 minutes up the road (laughs) and i would go and i would go to class all day long and then have to sprint to catch a bus to take me downtown so that i could catch a connection and be like it was like insane what i had to do Uh, it was acrobatic it was unreasonable yeah and but but that's what i tried to do all the time and so i would always be like a little bit late a little bit late here and there but but the drinking so like this one time oh i God. showed up to this job so hungover so fu- oh my God. <laughs> so completely in just disrepair and i told people I told people that I was ill. Naturally, naturally. Probably reeked of booze. And I was telling people that feeling very faint. Like, yeah, I just, you know, I just, I just feel lightheaded. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's my blood sugar or something. Like, trying to really <laughs> sell this. And I, and I was in the, and I collapsed in the bathroom. Oh like, my throwing God. up. I'm not proud of this. Oh my God. So that happened. And people, and so my managers were like, okay, let's get you home. Uh-huh. And uh, they, they were pretty, they put up with a lot of crap because at this point is i mean i was 20 like i was the worst employee i didn't know anything about the menu i don't know what i was doing i have to <laughs> i have to say that i turned into a pretty high caliber food service employee i'm an excellent bartender <laughs> you know like if i ever were to leave the work from home thing and go back to work that i'm sure that that's what would always be my jam so yeah. but this is at the beginning and so i was a worthless piece of shit employee <laughs> <laughs> and so that sort of 
sort of thing happened. So they had that in their mind of me. And so lo and behold, must have been a few weeks go by and I got so sick, literally really sick, like some type of dysentery, awful, <laughs> dysentery. All of a sudden we're on the Oregon Trail, I, I'm dead. I know. I know. Oh, like something got in my system and tried to kill me. And so I was in the car. I had uh, I borrowed I borrowed my sister's car. Well, this was not available to me frequently, so it was like a real treat. Ooh. And I didn't want to call in because of my shenanigans. I didn't have that kind of credit, you know, in yeah, my file. Yeah, yeah. Like yep. <laughs> I had nothing to redeem. <laughs> I had to try. And I'm in the parking lot. I was just going, oh my God. Like these awful, like twisting, you know, those like corkscrew pains in your stomach that you get <laughs> when you're really sick. Oh my God. I looked green. Like it was terrible. And then out it came. In the driver's seat oh. of my sister's. <laughs> and I was, oh, yeah, and I thought sure. I'd peed. Like all I knew was, you know, because it was like that. Yeah. So it was yeah. wet. All I just knew was like I'm sitting in something wet suddenly out of nowhere, and I hadn't dumped anything. You know what I mean? It was just like the wave of thought and rationale that I was trying to work my way through, and just to navigate emotionally what I what had happened, and pile on top of that that I now have to tell my employer that I can't come in. <laughs> So oh I just sat there and I took out my stupid little flip phone uh, and just stared at it for a minute. I, I called and was very quickly terminated. Yeah, oh, that was the last straw. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. Because they were like, oh, you're sick? Oh, you, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're sick. Really? Because like I said, I, I had a reputation. Did you tell them you shit your pants? Or no? I said, no, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't yeah. put up that much of a fight because at the same time I was like, oh, well, this means like 30% fewer rides on the bus. You know, <laughs> like, yes, I was true. trying to like, was your sister mad? <sighs> she didn't find out about it. No. I just wow. went home. I, I, I went home. She had like those pleather seats. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah, at yeah, least yeah. we had that going for us. Easy um, That was a win. You know, it was oh. a win. <laughs> but that was, that was it. It was, it was not. It was not a cute, like, oopsie. Like, it was, <laughs> it was a bad thing. I have to say, it's pretty impressive of a poop story that it ended in you getting fired. That's like, right. That, that's another level. I'm glad it didn't happen at the restaurant, yes, like, that I didn't yeah. get inside. Although they couldn't have fired me after that. Maybe they could have. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that I, it reminds me of a girl that worked there at that time, and she got fired because her ass crack was showing, and there was a there was a table that reported her ass crack to corporate. To corporate. Not even to the manager, oh, yeah. but to corporate. Right, and to corporate. And, and if you get a complaint, of that type, it's so. automatic termination. Like if you go to a corporate chain restaurant and you file a legit complaint with the 800 number that you see on like the back of the fucking menu, yeah. that person's fired. That's why disgruntled white people are always like, I'm calling corporate. I am going to call corporate. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I think that that's probably the origin of Karen, mm. okay, you know? Karen. Do you know Karen's cousin? Connie. <laughs> that's bitch. <laughs> yeah, Connie's a little bitch. Connie's so Connie, um, yeah. Connie's a real person, yeah? Connie is, um, Connie is the alias for all the real people in my life. Okay, okay, okay. So, so everyone's been Connie at some point. Mm. So the stories are real, but okay. the, it's, Connie isn't always the same person. Connie is a, a force. 
Connie is a is an energy. Connie is a representation that we all fall victim. Do you know what I mean? Like we're all Connie to someone at some point. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's deep. That's real. <laughs> You like to think that we're not, but I know we are. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, I originated Connie. Like, I'm not Connie, but I am Connie. Some, and, some, and you know it. And you're like, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Like, I, I met this girl. This was last weekend. There's this place out east that I had a food and liquor truck. So you could, like, get. And then we were social distanced in the parking lot. We were, like, tailgating. And so I met this girl. And she was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. And I don't know why I said it. Like, she doesn't know. It just came out of me. I was like, oh, you know, smoking causes cancer, right? <laughs> like, is that not the most douchebag thing that you could possibly say? And she ignored it afterwards. I was like, why, Andrew, Connie, why would you say that? As somebody who has smoked in the past, oh, absolutely. That's a Connie thing to say. Yeah. But, like, it's smoking and it's 2020 and... I have to, I, I just, I err on the side of like, well, I understand that smoking, like as a previous smoker, because smoking was awesome. Smoking was like my favorite thing in the world. I can't believe that it was like that now. But I know that at the time, it was like, if somebody had said that to me, I would have been like, what a smoker, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. You know? Yeah, like, oh, my but God, I, I didn't know. Thank you so much for telling me. I had no idea that cigarettes cause cancer. Um, yeah. That's a great example. It's true. Anywho, thank you so much for sharing your story. You are so brave, and I hope that you feel a weight lifted off your spirit now that you've told You know me. what? This was brave, and, 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 and I received that because I, uh, this isn't something that I would typically discuss. It's never been in my wheelhouse of, like, humor. Okay, okay. Um, but I'm here. I think I'm here for it. Yes, well, welcome. I mean, certainly, yeah, that was, a, this was empowering. I mean, I so, but here I am, and I'll tell you that I may have, a, I may have a follow-up story for you, because you know what they say about giving birth. Oh, yes. What um, do they say? <laughs> that, that you don't know, do you? <laughs> I'm like, yes, but what do they say? Tell it for the fans. As you use the same muscles to push a baby out that you do to, like, take a poopy. Oh. And that a lot of times, you just shit on the table. Oh, my. Ankles to the sky, like, trying to, trying to push a baby. It happens a lot, statistically. It happens to the majority <gasps> of women. Did you poop the, when you had Jax? I didn't. And you know what, Andrew? There is no fucking way that I'm getting that lucky twice. Yeah. So. Okay, good, 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 good. So um, as soon as that baby <laughs> comes out, we're going to have a part three. We're going to have a follow-up. Follow-up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so maybe, maybe we'll do this again. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Well, thank you so much, um, and I appreciate you, and I hope you have a great day, and I miss you, and I love you. I love you, too. Okay, right. thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye, boo. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Sneaky Little Heifer Podcast. Until next time, stay safe and stay sneaky. Test, test, testing, one, two, three. Test, test, testing, one, two, three. Let's not be stupid. Let's not be stupid. You know, the Rosie's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie Perez is oh coming out. God.